Welcome to the Golden Age of Cardboard podcast, where we remember a time when stacks of cards were held together with rubber bands and Mickey Mantles were put in bike spokes. We hope you will enjoy and reminisce as you come along with us as we tell stories about the baseball cards from the Golden Age of Baseball. We will examine the state of the vintage baseball card market and talk to some of the greatest collectors in the hobby. You won't be hearing us talk about any chrome or shiny cards here. Now, to take you on this retrospective journey, here's your host, direct from the shallow end of the gene pool, my son, Mike Moynihan. Yo and hello everybody, my name is Mike. This is the Golden Age of Cardboard podcast. And if you came here, you were looking for vintage and tonight you're gonna get it because we are going to spend the next however long going through uh, a bunch of cool cards. And my vintage experience, well, I'll I'll talk about this in a minute, but it's super important. You know, we got, um, this is going to be a series I'm going to bring on the guys that I'm going to be doing this journey with because they're my paisans, my card brothers, and it's Chris from Missouri and Ray from Philly, YouTube famous people. What's up, guys? How are y'all? I'm good, Mike. How you doing? Good. Doing great, Mike. Doing great. So the three of us have been talking about them. I'm going to set this up because the three of us have been talking about this for a while in doing this series where we are going to go through a set that we all three happen to love and collect. And that is the 300 great cards of the 20th century by Mike Payne. All three of us talk about it at nauseum. I think people are sick of it, but what we're going to do tonight is show the cards. Like we're going to show them in what we have and uh, go through each decade. This is going to be the first of a series of videos that is going to rotate probably every few weeks. There's going to be, we're going to, this is the inaugural episode. You'll see it on also Chris's YouTube channel, Chris from Missouri and Ray from Philly's YouTube channel as we go through different decades. This will be 1950 to 1954. We had to break down the 50s into really half decades because there's so many, there's 80 cards of the 300 are in the 50s. Mm-hmm. Let me start by asking each of you what you love about this set and what got you first interested in it. Ray, I'll start with you. Well, um, I've been on YouTube since 2015, and I didn't know what I wanted to do as far as a direction to go. And I was surfing on YouTube, and uh, lo and behold, Mr. Moynihan was doing this set. And a couple other people were also mentioning this book. And I love the history of the book. And it goes back to all the way from the beginning of the 20th century to the end. The stories for each card in the book is phenomenal. And it it picks out a lot of not just your the basic common sense cards like a 52 man or anything, but there's other cards on there from each decade that has a story as to why Mr. Payne picked certain cards in there. So I love the stories behind it, the history behind it, and uh, it's just a great set. Go ahead, Chris. What about you? Oh, I'm, okay. <laughs> well, I tell you what, you guys are who I need to blame for doing this set. Um, <laughs> when I, when my, my uh, introduced me to baseball cards on YouTube, 
and baseball collectors on YouTube. The first person I saw, of course, Mike, was you. And then I saw you and Ray discussing this and showing some, I saw Ray showing some cards and putting them in a little plastic uh, Tupperware dish. And I told my wife, I said, Hey, I have some of these cards. So I, I, she got me the book. I started collecting the book or the cards in the book. And then I stopped. And then, and then uh, I, I don't know, I started back up again and it's been one of the most fun things for me to do. I love, I love the cards. I love the, I love the years. I love collecting what somebody else thinks is good as well. So I can learn from them, not just what I call I don't want to make a list of just what I collect. So it's been a fun journey for me. So I just looked and Ray, I did my first video about this set on April 18th, 2015. So I know that video eight and a half years ago. I actually have very little gray in my beard. It's kind of weird to go back and (laughs) I'm I'm looking at it right now. It is uh, like here for the people on YouTube. I will, uh, the dark room, the very dark. The room the, was bright. My, uh, it just looked dark. So here I am. Uh, yeah, that's. <laughs> uh, I mean, I look like I look like as much of a dope as I do now. For those Witness of you protection, for those of you listening, you need to go check that out. Uh, you know one of my oldest videos, like my fourth or fifth video I ever did. So I had already been doing the set for a while, yep. uh, several years, honestly, till I decided to do a YouTube video about it. And what attracted me to this set was it was a way to collect all the cards that I could have had it pretty much every card I would have wanted when I was a kid. Right. And then some cards that really are kind of outside of the box. Like I wouldn't have even thought of some of them, which we'll go through in future episodes and talk about them. And it was just a good structure. Like it just made sense to me. Like, okay, this gives me something to shoot for. You know, I think collectors, we gravitate towards having projects to do and, and wanting to complete them. And we, all three of us know we're none of us are going to complete this set because of some of the cards that are included in it, but it's a target. And so I initially started with 1960 and, and up. Like I said, look, I'm not going to get all these 50 cards and turn of the century cards and tobacco cards. I'm never going to get all those anyway. So I'm just going to do something that I could reasonably complete. And that was 60 and above. And it happened to be 300 of the cards were 60 and above and half of them of the 300, 150 of them are, are pre-1960. So we are going to do uh, today. That will, anyway, point being, I ended up wrapping that and going, like, I'm going to get as many of them as I can, just because it's I wanted to dive into the 50s and, and get into that. And I started doing the set raw. I don't know if you guys did or not, but Mm-mm. first of all, I didn't know anything about registries back then, but I just started doing them raw. And when I started to go, I'm going to, man, some of these cards are expensive. I don't want to get where I spend a lot of money on a card that I'm just not as comfortable deciphering. Is it real? Is it not real? Is it a reprint? You know, mm-hmm. remember we're talking really a decade ago and I, I wasn't, I've learned so much in the last 10 years about vintage, but I was scared and I, and I said, I'm going to buy these in PSA graded. So I have a bunch of them actually twice. Um, some <laughs> of the early ones I bought, I have a raw version and I have a, a graded version, but I I'm totally on the graded side now. And there's a registry, all these things that, that we all three love about it. And, you know, registries are pseudo competitive, right? You know, mm-hmm. typically you don't know it's some anonymous person that has a better set than you, but 
Ray, I know where you are on the list and I know where Chris is, you know, uh, it's, it's kind of fun to see at one point, I think Ray, you and I were two and three or three and four or something mm -hmm. like that. And then yeah. people started entering the registry and blowing us out of the water, like yeah, make, making us look like we were chumps, you know? Yeah. There's a couple hundred people now. And remember when we did this, there was only like 65 people Yeah, in the set. Now it's a couple, that's a couple hundred of them. Where are you on it? I don't even know where I, I think I'm seventh or something. Where no, you? you're, you're fifth. I'm ninth. Oh, wow. Okay. <laughs> and, so, and I am not on the set registry. Um, I follow, I follow the registry list. I use the registry as a list, but I have a, like a Frankenstein version of some of this. Um, and then I started, uh, I had graded slabs already. And then I, when you guys inter, inter, introduced me to this book, I got into my um, uh, uh, keepsake boxes and I pulled out some of these cards to send off to get graded. I probably would not have had I had I've not been introduced to this, but since I was, so you're going to see some examples of some lower grades, but I already had them and it, and it made it easier for me. So when you guys think about it, do you, I mean, obviously we all know we're not going to complete it, but what do you think is a reasonable number? What's your kind of target? Like, okay, I could get to this number of the 300, you know, without, you know, shooting right. my entire life savings, you know? Well, and I thought a good number was 250, which I think you're already, at, I think you're at 249. I'm so, at 252, but, actually. 252. So, um, right now I can't say there's a target number because a couple years ago I was aiming for 250, but I think, uh, as many as you can get, you know, if you can get to 275, 280, you know, whatever, um, I think, a, you know, as hot, as many as you can get 270, 275 is fantastic. Fantastic Ray, number. Ray, I have a target number. Yours one is what? More, one more than Mike. That's my target number. <laughs> I have a ways to go, but one more than Mike. I, I hope you get one more than Mike. That would be awesome. And that's the cool thing is I'm not like when y'all get, when I see y'all show a card of that set, I'm super thrilled for you. I'm like, that is awesome. You know, because you're, we're all friends, right? I mean, who cares? Like it's not a competition. It's not a, right. Uh, I was about to cuss, but <laughs> better not. Um, let's just say it's not an ego thing right right it, it's a we're all we're all brothers in the in the hobby and we want it it's cool that we share this and we we enjoy seeing each other get further along and uh never jealousy so i want to jump right into this i i think it's important the set's broken or the book is broken down if you've never read it mike payne wrote it uh former or current beckett editor writer whatever he is now um he breaks it down and he gives, he shows the cards and he describes kind of why he thinks it's significant. He has a blurb about each card. Uh, oh, let me ask something else. Cause I'm curious how you guys do it for everybody. So mm -hmm. I use a spreadsheet to track where I am. And then I obviously, we all have the book, right? Mm -hmm. I actually highlight in the book. Uh, I'll show you a page just as an example. I'll just find a page randomly. So in the book, I will highlight and put what grade I have of that particular card. Cause I, I can always buy a new book. Like it's not like it's an expensive book and mm -hmm. 
it's my book, so I can write all over it and do whatever. So I highlight them and it's kind of cool to go through the book. And, oh, I have that whole page complete and look at what grades I have and stuff. How do you guys track it? I use VCP. Um, I put everything in the VCP and uh, because VCP, I love VCP because it'll not only track what I have and I have a want list for that set registry and I get notified when something goes on sale. And it, it also keeps track of the value of when I bought it and where it's at now. So uh, I was thinking about doing an Excel spreadsheet, but I, I just I think BCP does it all for you. And obviously we, we use the registry. The checklist is right yeah. there. We can all see yeah. it. Right. Right. Mike, do you have another way that you do it? Well, I mean, if you can, Chris, if, yeah, if you can see the dates on here, I told you that I restarted this. I stopped and restarted. Right. And um, and so I write in the inside of when I every so often when I pick up a few cards. And so st I restarted it. It says here on 20th of September of 2022. And at that time, I had a 173 cards. And so I keep <laughs> track all the way down. And so as of today. Uh, as of 927 was my last entry. I have 227 out of the 300 cards. And so I also, you know, I put tape and stuff on the, on the, that's how I put it on there. And then this kind of silly uh, Theo is going to make fun of me or a couple of the guys are, but I put red tape on top. So when I look down in my Zion cases, as I get them out, I know this is one of the 300 great cards. So that made it easier for me today to get out these cards to show. So that's, it's overkill, but it's how I do it. And I'm, yeah. I'm going to get me, I'm going to get me a new book, uh, a different, like you say, it's not an expensive book and, and what I call pretty it up a little bit as I get closer and make it look a little bit nicer. And, and I'll probably put a grade on this, on the sticker, just like you do, Mike. Ray, how do you store yours? Because I know for a while, maybe you had them up on a display, right? I have two display cases behind me, <laughs> and I need a third one. Uh, but the ones that would be in a third one, I bought a Zion case, and it's in there. And me and Chris, we were talking about this a couple of weeks ago about filing system for this. And you and I have talked about this relentless years ago of trying because a lot of our sets cross over. Like there's a lot of cards in the 300 set that's also in the post-war rookie Hall of Fame set. And you want to have, I like to have each set registry filed separately, but you, it's impossible. So, you know, I have about 160 cards in the wall display case and the rest is in the Zion, but I'm probably going to get another wall display case. Very, very cool. Um Okay, so let's start going through the cards. I We have a ton to go through today. Y'all are going to see some really cool stuff. It's in, It'll be interesting to see which ones we all have. There's obviously cards in this, you know, list of by my team <coughs> we don't agree with, or we like, why is that in there? But yeah. we'll, we'll kind of go through those. Uh, I think the first one that we're going to talk about is pretty obvious why it's in there. The 1950 Bowman Jackie Robinson. And that's a tough one. That's a toughie. Uh, it's a gorgeous card. It's Jackie's, you know, second card, right? 49 right. or his first Bowman and Leaf. And then you have this 50. Uh, obviously, it's it's kind of a second year. It's not a second year in the league. Second card, right? So it's more way more affordable. But still, this isn't cheap anymore, right? Right. 
um, even in low grade. I mean, I have a two and a half, but I graded this myself. So I bought it raw, which made it way cheaper. And then I was able to get it graded and, and I'm glad to have it. So I would say that's my favorite of all the Jackies. Okay. I that's think the number one. That's the number one of these cards that are, that's gettable. That's on my list next. Mm. Is that, is that Jackie? Because again, on different sets that I collect, that meets a couple different, uh, mm -hmm. some standards of some couple other sets. So Yeah. It's fascinating how pricey these get once you get, you know, I'm at the point where I don't know that any of the cards that I need are under a thousand dollars and it's like, Oh, you know, yeah. uh, it's a lot harder to just, I can't just, there's no more low hanging fruit for me, you know? Right. And, uh, I'm glad I have that Jackie. The next one, uh, uh, let's just do this on each card. Deserve to be in there, doesn't deserve to be in there. 50 Bowman oh, yeah. Jackie. Absolutely. Oh, yeah. yeah. Okay. <laughs> Absolutely, yeah. Next up, 1950 Bowman, Yogi Berra. Keep keep turning, Mike. You're, you're, <laughs> you're, uh, um, so who's got the best one? I've got a three. I got a two. I'm trying to think what if we meld our sets together, like how much better could it be, right? <laughs> I thought of that too. <laughs> like how cool would that be? Um, we probably might have it completed almost. Ray, what do you think about this card? Quickly, I love this card. This is it. it it's I love catchers' cards where they're in that catcher position, and for Yogi, this just totally epitomizes Yogi Bearer to me. Yeah, the, the colors of Fifty Bowman really pop the background of the field is just a, a perfect card and definitely deserves to be in there yogi's one of those guys that i'm surprised how many cards he has in this set, yeah honestly mm -hmm. uh, but no complaints about that one all, all right. right next up 1950 bowman ted williams whoa three for three three for th yeah we got all of them What's yours there, Chris? Oh, it's a lower grade, uh, two. Okay, I think we all have lower grade. Like I have a three and a half. It's not like I. I have a two. Okay. Um, we'll see that. We'll see this pose again. Right in just a minute, because <laughs> I think it. And I didn't do the research to know, but as I was pulling all the cards for this video, there's a lot of fifty-one Bowmans represented. Yeah. And it is it. I wonder if it's the most represented set. Hmm. in the 300 i think it is but um we'll start with card number one in that set which that is surprised me uh whitey ford three for three again so whitey ford rookie absolutely first card of a set it's always tough we'll see that place itself you know that comes up more and more um i got a one i got a three i got a four nice so <laughs> chris is on the board i'm on the board <laughs> All right, we got the second card of Larry Yogi Berra in, that's in the set, and that's uh, his 51 Bowman. And, hey, we all have that one, too. That's Three awesome. for three. And we're killing it. Uh, I've got a four. You've got a four, Chris. Yeah, I got a 1.5. That is <laughs> I, – I love his smile in that picture, right? I mean, I think if you know what that card looks like, you can picture it in your head. It's pretty awesome. <laughs> Here's my first like head scratcher, right? Is the early win 1951 Bowman. Yeah. It's like, huh? I wonder why that's in there. 
Oh, Chris, you're not putting a card up. I'm not a big early win fan. Really? But I want this card, of course. <laughs> so, Ray, you got a five. You're winning. I got a five. This was one of my early pickups. That's why. <laughs> yeah. That, this is actually a very gettable. Like, a lot of these are, as you This is here, definitely gettable, yeah. yeah. An early win is uh, doesn't get the hobby love. He's very um, undervalued in the hobby. Yeah. Here's another head scratcher. But I, I I remember this guy as an announcer, but Joe Garagiola, um, I have it in a six. Um, 5.5.5. This was an early pickup for me because it was yeah. so cheap, you know. Uh, but Joe Garagiola, I remember him from being an announcer on yeah, the Game yeah. of the Week when we were kids. Game of the Week. Love some was, of his quotes and sayings. He was great. So maybe, I mean, I think this card might be in there because of that more than his playing career, yeah. which was pretty nondescript, right? He yeah, like, he's a hall of he's a hall of famer as an announcer. So yeah, um, we'll see we'll see him here in another card sometime when we do this, right? We will. I don't know. No, Garrett Hill is not on anything else. Isn't he interviewing? Oh, Kirk? he is. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Along, Good, catch. Good catch. Good <laughs> catch. My bad. All right, next up, 51 Bowman. We're keeping on the 51 Bowman train. We got probably the greatest left-handed pitcher of all time, Warren Spawn. I have that card out being graded, promise. Nice. Uh, Ray, do you got me on that one? I got a four. Nope, three. Okay. Uh, this is this has gotten a price, become a pricey card, the 51 Bowman. This is a, this is a popular card in a hot. A lot of people love the pose on this in the background. Well, yeah, really you love the high leg card. kick, right? Yeah. I mean, there's so much to love about that card. I think I think it's rightfully in there. His, his 50 card is the same pose, right? Yeah. I'm so glad this card's in there, or at least a card of this player, and that's Larry Doby, um, 51 Bowman. This is going to get graded. Nice. So, Ray, you got a five. See, together we'd have a killer set, right? We might be number <laughs> one together. I only have it in a three. But uh, – it's an early pickup. That's why I'm so glad he's in that. He's, he's represented in the set and there are so many great Negro leaguers that have cards in this set. And uh, I'm glad that, that is recognized by Mr. Payne. Uh, next up, same pose. Like you said, only this one has clouds. It's uh the Ted Williams 51 Bowman. Don't have it. Oh, BBG, get that crap out of here. Chris. I'm, I'm, I'm going to crack it. <laughs> So, but Ray, you have the 50 Bowman, so you really have this card. It's just. Yeah, weird. yeah. It's on my watch list for sure. It's a gettable card. Yeah, it's, I mean, they've all gotten a little more pricey, but. Um, all right. I may, I may be the only one that has the next one. Well, this one deserves a solo shot. Oh, man. Oh. Oh, yeah. All right. Yo, look at that. 51 Bowman, Mickey Mantle, rookie. Sweet. Uh, Sweet. Mantle is easily the player most represented in the 300 great cards. Yeah, I think Mikey has like 17 cards in there. It's, it's unbelievable. He that's, is a go that's a beautiful card there, Mike. He's yep. the goat of the hobby. No question. Um, yeah, so another huge rookie card. I love this card. Oh, man. The Willie Mays uh, rookie. Great card. The What's the grades on a Mike? What do you got? A two and Chris. A two. 
Mine, is that a one? I just love mine. It's it, mine's pretty well centered. And, you know, is that a one, Chris? It's a one. It's beautiful. Yeah, I love pretty ones. There's nothing. I wrong think with this one has a pinhole in it. Okay. And so oh, yeah, that's you can see it up in the corner. So. Hey, Mr. Bear makes another appearance coming up here. 1951 Tops Redback Yogi. There so, you go. I love that we all have that card. I, I underrated set to me is 51 Tops. I think it just gets disregarded so much. And uh yeah, the Redback. So cool. I have that in a 6. So 4. An SBC 4. Okay. Um Next up, we're going to fifth. That's the only 51 tops card in there. Now we're going to 52 Bowman, Mr. Mantle, paging Mr. Mantle. Love that card. One uh, second, please. Great image of him. There we go. So, yeah, great card. Expensive card, no doubt. Uh, I got that Just relatively me. recently in the last couple of years. What, what grade do you have there, Chris? I have a three. An eight? <laughs> <laughs> we all win, right? Okay. Um, next up is a little Duke. There's a whole lot of, you know, obviously there's lots of New Yorkers represented because New York was the hub of baseball back in the 50s, right? Uh, yep. Love this pose. Love this card. 52. That was one of my early ones as well. Back in the day. Yep. Right. Nice card. How about uh, 52 Bowman, Willie Mays? That's a new pickup for you, right, Mike, from this year's national? It is. I got That's to, nice. The national Sweet. this year, it was the last. I need the 50. I needed both 52s, right? 52 both, Bowman. Two yeah, both you guys are really nicely centered. Yeah, that was. I've gotten way Clean. more attentive of that recently. Um, I'll take a low grade. But absolutely next now we get into the classic 1952 tops set and uh hard number one yeah i'm close to getting this next andy pafko this was last year's national this was an atlantic city pickup yeah for me and uh yeah it's it's one of those cards that's very expensive for the player right but it's right. card number one and a very popular set right usually Finding these in high grade are very, very, very expensive, even though it's just Andy Pafko. But uh, I, I like that there are cards like that in the set. And it's not all just superstars, right? Right. Right. I agree. Okay. 52 tops. Next up, the scooter. Phil Rizzuto. Oh, Ray wins again. He's got a four. Love it. Absolutely love it. Yeah, great, great pose of Phil Rizzuto. Um, Got so much bigger than the Bowmans, you know. I'm looking comparison, and the 50, 52 tops in general is a much bigger card than the average card. Well, and you saw Bowman respond to that by making yeah. 53 Bowman color much, much right. bigger. They, sure did. There was punch, counter punch in the uh, card world back in the 50s. Bubblegum Wars. Bubblegum Wars. Bubblegum Card War. Great book, by the way. Um, That's, yeah, I'm reading that next. <laughs> okay. Uh, you will learn so much, Ray, about what was going on. I was telling of, Chris last night, that's my next book on my Amazon list is Bubblegum Wars. Oh, it's so good. 
you learn so much. It's very well written. Uh, okay, and it's easy read too. Next up, fifty-two tops. Kind of the first kind of funny card, you know. You've got the exactly. Gus Zernial, and the Zernial card, famous for having the balls, you know, stuck to the bat, and you're like. <laughs> What the heck is going on here? Uh, but it made, it made me learn a little bit more about Gus Zerniel. Um, you know, as a player, he was a, he was a hitter. You know, he was a power hitter and stuff. And you know what this is? Is the story with this? With the tell. six base, the six baseballs, and he is supposed to be sixties, holding the six balls on the right and the zero with his hand. He was pre- predicting he was going to hit sixty homers. Ah, nice. But he did he did have some power a couple of years. And he's for the for the Philadelphia Athletics. Yeah. yeah. Never heard of him. Never heard. <laughs> All right. Next up, one of just so deserving card to be on this list, and that's the 1952 tops. Bob Feller. What a great card this is. I mean love the yellow background on this. It's awesome card. Yeah, if you get the right card, it it pops so much, right? Um, I think Chris and I both have fours. You know, Gray has a three, but such a great card. Yeah. Um, and gettable too. Like that's not a totally as a card. Speaking of gettable, uh, guys like this that are in the set, Billy Martin, 1952 tops, you know, obviously known incredibly as a manager fiery manager, right? The diminutive Billy Martin. (laughs) Uh, Anytime I see him, you know, an old clip of him fighting with Reggie Jackson, it cracks me up because I'm like, God, Reggie could like eat him as a snack. (laughs) You know, I I don't know. I heard a lot of stories that Billy was a scrapper. He was, he, he was sued for hurting someone in a fight in a a baseball player. I forget who he hurt, but, but yeah, he's in a fight all the time. Since we're going, since that's the last card of this set, fifty-two tops, overrated or underrated, or properly rated by the hobby? I don't know. I think it's slightly overrated. Okay. Oh, oh, I don't have that. Yeah, there's four more fifty-two topses that I don't have. So I forgot we got uh, the fifty-two tops Willie Mays, which is whew, such a good card. Yeah, that's a tough card to get. And this is even tougher, of course. Uh, the Mickey Mantle. And a Not fake real. nine. And a fake nine. Oh, man. I was going to say. <laughs> if there's anybody watching or listening to this that doesn't know what the 52 Tops Mantle looks like, you know, we have a, we have a uh, death squad ready coming to your house. To, uh, We're going to revoke your card license. Exactly. You don't. But that's going to be the last card I get for this set, most likely. I got one more. Yeah, go ahead. Eddie Matthews. Nice. 52 tops Matthews. Man, that card has, <laughs> is really going up. Yeah, this is a tough card, of course. Is what that is the last – that's the last card in the set? It is. That's 52. And it's the most expensive, which most people don't realize, the, the most is. expensive post-war rookie card because the 52 tops Mantle is not a rookie. And right. so the Matthews is is the most expensive one. And I, there's another card that neither I don't think any of us have, and that's the Jackie Robinson 52 tops. Right. So that's on yeah. all of our right. The 50, the 50 and 52 Jackie Robinsons. Are, I need those to complete the Jackie Robinson run. Yeah. 
so those are on my list but oh gosh well let's so, get into some cards that hopefully we both have again that all of us have again uh let's start with bowman color which is again one of those all-time great sets the stand mutual just a fantastic just kind of casual mutual in the dugout pose uh just a great card right 53 Beautiful. bowman color yep stand a man i think we just, all have the same grades i have a three like that, that could be hung up in any art museum right there yeah i have a three as well there's not many cards i'd want to get um upgraded like i don't really once i have the card i kind of move on to what i don't i'd rather spend my money on what i don't have than upgrading right. something i already do but this next card is definitely one of those i have a PSA three in the 53 Bowen color. Me too. Pee Wee Reese. I got an SGC four and a half. Now my label, look at my label. This is a zero label. This is an original. Boy, that's old school right that's there. That's a real old school uh, label. Would you consider crossing that or like crossing it just into the new holder? Lighthouse I would. Holder? Yeah. I would. I think you should. I think it'd look way better yeah. than the lighthouse holder. Definitely. Um, mine starts with a one, so it's also very old, <laughs> but I wouldn't mind getting a five or a six on this card at some point down mm -hmm. the road, but for now I'm content with what I have. Okay. We're on the second half. Um, we're well into the second half. We're still in 53 Bowman color though. 53 Bowman color did something that had never really been done before. And that's multiplayer cards, combo cards. And there's plenty of them on this top 300. The first one is the. Barra Bauer Mantle, 53 Bowman Color. Nice card. It's a great card. I have it in a five, which is pretty good, actually. Um, I have a two. I have a three. Yeah, great card. Kind of that. Yep. We'll see another one of those here in a minute, I think. Is the... Nope, the other one, the Rizzuto Barras, or the Rizzuto Martins, not in this set, is it? No. Nope. No. This one is... Another mantle, 53, 53 Bowman, Bowman mantle. It's one, of my it's one of my favorite cards in my collection right there. Really? Yeah, I just like because it. of the pose or what? Uh, just I like I'm starting to admire the 53 color more, and so I, I like a lot of mantle stuff. But since I have one in the color of the the year that I like, that's why I like it so much. What yeah. crazy your, your guys you have? A two? Uh, I have a three. Okay. Uh, that was a Chicago two years ago purchase. That I'm, this, that I that this was a 12-year-old a Chris purchase. I, ah. <laughs> uh, the so, little yellow that I keep on my card reminds me that I got it out of a, a lady's collection. Miss Dufresne gave me this card. Nice. Yeah. Not the only uh, – a few of these cards came from her. Well, here's another card number one in a set. We're moving on to 53 tops, and we've got Jackie Robinson. I love that card. At the Brooklyn Bridge in the background. Yeah. So cool. Um, I bought this a long time ago. That's the only reason I have a four. You know, <laughs> um, I couldn't afford a four now or wouldn't want to. But Nicest <laughs> set of the 50s, in your opinion, guys? You think so? Uh, I, I like the 54 tops but 53 is a very very close second for me if you look at these cards in the top th in these in the 300 great cards 
when I got the 54s out and had them in a row, man, they looked really impressive. Yeah, you that's know, the, the and Mike just did a 53 Hall of Fame display, and man, they were just like popping. Yeah, I think 53 is the best year of cards between Bowman, yeah. Color and Tops if you combine it all together. 54 Bowman is not nearly as good as 53 Bowman, right? Still a great set, but. I actually like 54 tops better than 53, but I think together 53 is the best year. The whole year in general, yep. Some 53s. How about uh, Mickey Mantle 53 tops? Doable card, definitely doable. You have a four. Whoa, Chris. Yeah. Slam dunk. Chris is making it look <laughs> silly compared to my one and a half. But that, that's maybe my favorite mantle card is 53 56 is pretty close second you know or maybe you, it's hard to pick a bad 50s mantle card right right his cards in the 50s are pretty good uh next up another appearance by larry yogi vera i have one in the sgc one yeah i've got a two ray's got a three so it'd be kind of cool if we were all together and we happen to have all our cards like to lay them all out <laughs> together that would just be so cool. And like stack them next week. Like you, you'd stack all our bears together and just put the best graded one on the top. And then you'd kind of go through. Um, next up, again, another card. He's got two cards in this set, but it's the legendary pitcher, Leroy Satchel Page. And it's so awesome that all three of us have this card. Um, wow, I bought this so long ago. I was able to get a five. Yeah. Right. Do that now. That this card's wow. Yeah, it's gotten incredibly popular through the boom. Yeah, and stayed there. You know, it's one of those that has stayed pretty popular. Um, that that fifty three satchel. One of my worst card mistakes. I had about I had four of them at one time, well, all in raw form, <laughs> and it was I. I tr they uh, I use them for to get other you know for currency to get other cards, but man, I I wish you know. I, but everybody makes mistakes every once in a while. They'd oh like God, yeah, <laughs> yeah, for sure. So <clears throat> the next one I think he's going to show is this Willie Mays right here. Um, yeah. Now. This this Willie Mays is special to me. If you see, they've got little tape marks up here, Ray. You see that? Yep, yep. And uh, I got this from a dealer that passed away at the Lake of the Ozarks. And you know, look at Mike's so though. That thing, that thing is sharp. But this sharp. is sharp. Not uh, bad for a one and a half, right? No, no not at all. Not bad. Definitely just goes to show you when you, especially when it comes to vintage, you can get a one. You know, if it, I mean, there's ones that look like they got run over by a truck, but there's ones out there that look great. Yeah. And, you know, somebody collects pinholes and cards. Uh, you know, that uh, there's a guy out there, uh, Mookie Chilson, that collects cards with pinholes. But some of these older cards, they'll, they get a one automatically, right? If they get a pinhole or something. Yeah. In it. And you can get a beautiful card if, if you don't mind looking at that one that's on that slab. And I don't care about that. I don't look at that slab very often. Right. I have a few of those in my collection, and I'm happy to own them. So, next up, 1954 Bowman Nelson Fox, and I think this is Nelly Fox's only card in the 300 cards. Yeah. Um, 
this is a very gettable card. Like if you know, not not crazy expensive. I think we all have fives, don't we? Yeah. This was my yeah. This was my last purchase. So uh, as far as this set goes. So you're not purchasing anymore? You mean it's your most recent purchase? My most recent purchase. <laughs> my, my last, if you guys want to give me a few of your cards. Oh, okay. <laughs> I'm surprised his rookie's not in the set, 51 I, Bowman. I am too, actually. But I think 51 Bowman had enough. You know? Yeah, <laughs> yeah. How many more? But, of course, Nell, Nellie Fox in this picture has his big old chaw in his mouth, which is yeah. consistent. Uh, next up, 54 Bowman. Mickey. Charles Mantle. I like I, I that I've I've grown on this card now. I really like this card. The pastel colors in the back is just really nice. I have this in a three. I do as well. I have a three two, or three also. <laughs> I better not miss. <laughs> I have a thirty two grade. It's it's better than a ten. It's three times. Okay, now I'm getting into my Frankensteinness on my side because on my 54 Bowman Ted Williams, I've got oh. a SGC one and a half. So, so I have a three. Whoa. PSA I'll trade three. you my SGC one and a half for your PSA three. You want to do that trade? It, you <laughs> might have to lay a couple cards down by yours. Dang it. But this is one of those that's got a um, – my one and a half is gorgeous, but it's got a little – mark like it like almost like it had a paper clip on it at one point and right but you have to like you know when you have to turn the card a thousand ways in the sun you know to make it show up it it doesn't take away from it really right love that great card by the way and it's such a a lot of these cards are in here because they have some hobby significance and that one's certainly that's got, got a big story to it yep right. and if you don't know that story we'll Tell you some other time, but uh, we're trying. <laughs> Next up is uh, Willie Mays, nineteen fifty four Bowman. Not my favorite Mays, honestly. I don't know what about it I don't like, but I just it's not. I'm not crazy about it. But it's cool that we all three have that one. Uh, I've got it in a four, so I got it too. Again, long ago, when you've been doing a set for thirteen years or whatever, it. <laughs> you have to go like, man, how long ago did I did I get that? This one I've owned forever too. The next one, uh Edwin Duke Snyder, 1954 Bowman. I got this in a six. So does Ray. Yeah. And I got a five. So I I do like it's so many like Willie, Mickey, and the Duke, you know, different year. And 52 Bowman, all three of them are in there. 54 Bowman, all three of them are in there. Um Pretty slick. All right, we're 54, and then we get to 54. We're still rolling through 54. If we're going alphabetical order, this one's next. I love this card. The 1954. Oof. I can't believe you don't have this, right? I, I got it. It's definitely on my short list, without a doubt. Like that should that be card just next year. Pops. This card just pops. Yeah, it's it's pretty yeah, gorgeous. And what's so cool about it, you know, Musial doesn't have – he had a 53 Bowman. This is his real only mainstream 54 card because he wasn't in Bowman or yeah. Tops. And, and again, wouldn't appear in Tops until 58 All-Star card, right? That would actually right. be his first Tops card. That's the first so, Tops card. The fact that you can get a 54 card with Musial is is pretty awesome. And the Red Hearts are just amazing. It's it's surprising to me that that's the only Red Heart. I would think I would have thought the Mantle Red Heart would be in there. Yeah. Or maybe a Dandy Potato Chips Red Heart or Mantle. 
you know, there's some other things that I think could be in there that I'm just surprised aren't. And those Same are the here. cards that come into mind instantly for me. Uh, how about 54 tops? There's, I don't know, one, two, three, four, five, six. There's eight 54 tops cards wow. represented, which is a lot. Uh, let's start with card number one again. The Splendid Splinter, Ted Williams. And uh, yeah, this is just, it's a great card. Uh, do you, which Williams card do you like better, Ray? Number one or number 250, which we'll get to later? Uh, I'm going to say the 250. Okay. I like number one better only because the 250 they used again and again and again, right? It was in mm -hmm. 56 tops. You know, it was, uh, it's like, or it was 55 and 56. They used the same image as 250. So it's the 51's just unique, I guess. Uh, 54 tops. Keep going with that. How about Jackie Robinson? 54 tops. That's a beautiful card. Love the yellow on this. Um, just a great card. And I'm glad I bought all these a long time ago. <laughs> so glad. But Ray, you went through a time where you actually sold some of yours off and then, you know, started I, getting yeah. back into it. What made you do that? Um, I had some expenses come up a bit in 2019. And I think there's only two cards left that I have to get back. So okay. fortunately, thank God. <laughs> I was able to get like 95% of my cards back. And um, is the next one the one of the two? No, coming up though. Next one oh. is uh, yep. one of the first of the trifecta of awesome rookie cards in 54 tops. It's the Ernie Banks. Such a tough card, you know, centering wise, although the white border helps make it less noticeable, right? Right. But. But the card that you that I have here is pretty typical because that the Ernie Ernie part Ernie Banks part looks like it's getting cut off on a lot of these cards. Yeah, you rarely see them the other way, right? Where the right you, you almost never see where there's more border at the top, which don't know why, but that just seems to be true. Uh, okay. Oh, the second of the great rookies. Yeah. This is the one I have to one one of my last two I have to get back. Fifty four tops. And my favorite all time card. Mike, uh, yours is a big card, right? Yours is like in a four. A three. Three. Okay. But I paid a thousand dollars for this. I remember that. Uh, with and I I must have looked at a hundred. It was at the one of the nationals. I want to say twenty eighteen. And. Uh, Mr. Eric, those back pages, your good friend and mine helped me find this one. We, I bought it for never, never a bad open on Wednesday. I bought it. Never a bad What's day that? to buy a Hank Aaron rookie. Didn't never you say, Mike, that the guy it. had it under under his table? He he had it. So he had it he behind his table in a yeah. in another case. You know, like <laughs> hey, he had a, he had several out in his display case, but they were like sixes and sevens, and I'm like. Man, I really, yeah, you yeah. only had a three. I might be your guy. And he goes, well, Hold on. And he pulled out like <laughs> three or four more. And uh, this, this ultimately, because of its centering and the 54s are very, a lot of cards are, but 54, especially the snow, if you have snow on the face, or because yeah. the, the portrait's so big that snow really shows up, right? And yep. on any of the cards. And so I wanted one without snow. I didn't 
really care about the corners. Centering was kind of important, but the, to me, registration is so vital to a card looking good. Right. Um, I agree. So here's another interesting one that people are like, why is that in there? I don't know. But Tommy Lasorda, 54 tops rookie card. Uh, this is one of those that's, you know, uh, a pretty gettable card, honestly, of all the 54 tops. This is probably the least expensive. Well, maybe not. We're getting to one that's the next one's probably late, even less expensive. But uh, Tommy Lasorda rookie. I don't know that this deserves to be in there. I, there's other cards I would put in here over this one. Yeah, I agree. I, I'm not sure why Lasorda is in there neither. I mean, great manager, you know, no doubt. He was a very <laughs> mediocre player. But great. <laughs> they said, yeah, they sent him down to make room for Koufax. So. Yeah. All right. Next up, uh, we're down to our final uh, five oh. cards for this session. And we've got the O'Brien brothers, Ed and John O'Brien. This was one of those cards when I saw it, I had to go learn about these guys. Like, I'm like, why is this card in there? And I think just because of its quirkiness, right? I mean, you've got yeah. these, these twin brothers, both playing for the Pirates. And uh, they're identical twins, and they're just sitting there with the Pirates logo. Like, this is just a cool card, right? It is a nice card, yeah. It's different. It's unique. They were the, you know, double play combination for the Pirates yep. in 1954. So, very easy card to, you know, cheap card, relatively speaking. All right. The last of the three great rookies in 54 tops is next. And that is the gorgeous Al Kaline. This is one of those cards that you got. I don't know if you guys will agree with me. This is very underrated in the hobby. Oh God. Yeah. Uh, this card, this 54 tops K line, because what a great career, right? Mr. Tiger. 3000 uh, hit club. Is it red guy, or I think. orange? I... <laughs> Mine looks orange to me. I, I want to say orange. I think it's orange too. Um, but mine's more red than like, compared to like yours, Ray, or it's just the toning where it can be slightly different on each yeah. one. But I still think the color just pops on that card. Very underrated card. Like I, of the three, his is certainly the least expensive between um, Aaron Banks and him. And then the, the bookend, Ted Williams, the last one of 54 tops, card number 250. Again, you'll see that mugshot. The next year and then the next year so it's but it's still a great card and i again i love the double the 54 tops design right i love the red sock logo mm -hmm. like when you again like you said earlier chris when you put them all out next to each other and you lay them all out the varying color they just look so cool together don't they okay, they do and i wonder i wonder if the kids that open the kids that got those cards back in the day if they appreciated the fact that ted williams was in that set twice yeah. um you know it's easy for us to to do today but uh, I, I don't know what the kids thought back then it'd be interesting to know i got this at the national in atlantic city last year nice i love the back of this card because it's yeah. all cartoons and uh it even has a little blurb at the top it says hey seek seek cops card number one for biography and official baseball statistics so how cool is that it's just all cartoons <laughs> it's like looking at the backs of these 50 all the cartoons like don't especially on 54 tops do not dismiss yeah. the backs like take a look at them they're pretty neat all right we've got two more cards they're from a oddball set 
right? The Wilson Franks, yep. there's two of them represented in the 300 great cards. The first one is Campy, Roy Campanella. Oh, nice. Um, this was actually a Las Vegas purchase. I went to the industry summit and uh, there was a card show going on and I bought this card. It was, I bought it actually with uh, money I'd won at the casino. So it really didn't cost <laughs> me anything. And a guy had it and I went and won the money and then came back and bought the card and uh, just so glad to own it. Hard card to find. Honestly. Love the hot dogs on there. Oh yeah. How can you not? <laughs> but this is not a card you see a lot, honestly. No, that I was of the two from the Wilson Franks for in this set. That's the tougher one. Yeah. Definitely the more rare. Well, Campy's teammate is also represented in the Wilson Franks card yeah. here. And that's the Gil Hodges. That's on this is on my short list. I'm watching. That's a great card. Now a Hall of Famer. So Yes. Yeah. Surprised that Ted Williams is not in this set with the fifty four Wilson Franks Shock. Ted Williams. I totally agree with you, Ray. That great point. I mean, that's such an iconic card, the white background. I mean, yeah. we can all see the fifty four Wilson Franks Ted Williams in our heads because it's such a cool card. I'd love to own it just to own it. Like I just yeah. wanna, I just want to have it because it's, it's awesome. It's a great looking card. Beautiful card. Probably my favorite Williams more than the rook. So that's 50 through 54. We've gone through that. If you were to look back now and say, okay, of the cards you don't have in that in that 50 cards that we just kind of went through, what's the one that you think is the easiest for you to get at this point? Good question. Um, easiest of that, I would say, is the Pafco. Okay. 52 tops. All right. Yeah. Getting kind of tough, getting tougher for me. Probably that Gil Hodges that you just showed. Probably the easiest. Yeah, because you know the mantle, the ones we didn't show collectively was I believe the mantle, uh, fifty-two tops mantle. Even though I showed my fake one, and then the Jackie Robinson, right? Is that the only yeah. two we did not have collectively? Yeah, and I, but I, st I, I think for me the. Of the four, I need four of the 52 tops is the Mano Mays, Matthews, and uh, Jackie. Maybe the Jackie's the most. They're all $5,000 plus cards, you know? Yeah. So I, I would guess the Jackie, but is there, do you all have a favorite in that group that we just showed, or maybe a couple that, that stand out to you? Well, the 54 tops Aaron for me is my favorite. That's That's a great card for me. Personally, I think the, that's my favorite all-time card for any card uh, is the Iron Rookie. Chris, what about you? Uh, mine probably is the is the fifty-one mantle that I, you know, it's it's probably the it's it's my favorite card that I have to look at. You know, I, I get it out a lot with the Eddie Matthews uh, because I know that a lot of times I show people cards and you know you get that. Very big question all the time. Hey, hey, what's your most expensive card? And I try to tell them the story that Eddie Matthews is the most expensive rookie card, tops rookie card in 1952, or the top uh, post-war rookie card, right? Mm -hmm. uh, and and they and that's a lot of people don't know who Eddie Matthews that I that I show cards to, right? So what? Yeah, know, which one? Know, which, which one of you is uh, your favorite, Mike? Uh, the 53 Roman color 
Pee Wee Reese, but I, I, everybody knows that's my favorite card of all time. Um, but I honestly, I, w I didn't even really know about that card until I started doing this set. Like that wasn't on my radar. Uh, and I'm so glad that, that once I got it and just looked at it and I, and I see other guys that have even better examples than mine. I bought a low grade one again, cheap back in the day, but my favorites, the, it's gotta be the mantle rookie. I mean, when you have a card that, that's, oh, yeah. that's that big a deal and it's not about the money, but to think that again, when people ask me, what's your most expensive card? And I show them that, and you know, you could buy a very nice car with it. You know, that's just kind of <laughs> uh, very unusual. I don't have card. I don't have many, I have very, almost no cards like that. Nothing in, anywhere close to that valuable card wise. And so I have some autographs that are, that are pretty valuable, but card wise, that one's way up there and it's way more than I've ever spent. And so it just kind of stands out for that reason. Absolutely. And it's a great card, right? So there's a, yeah, there's a couple of these cards that I had and that I traded away within the last year or yeah, within the last year and really, and really fought to get a, another sample back because, you know, we can get we can though those mantles are achievable to people if you uh, they're rare so you might be able like i gave up a couple of cards the jackie robinson 54 jackie robinson and um you know a couple other big cards to mm -hmm. get a how newhauser card that's that was you know that i wanted and I know knew it was going to be easier for me to get another Jackie Robinson, 54 Jackie Robinson back than it was for me to ever get that Hal Neuhauser. But, uh, but it was really hard when you're collecting a set, when you're, when you're going after a run, like these 300 great cards, it's hard to peel one of those cards out of your collection to trade for another card. I mean, even the Kirk Bavacqua card, <laughs> you know, you can get, but if somebody said, Hey, I want that card today, then I got to get back in my book and I got to erase that number. I got to take that. I got to take that piece of tape off of there. Then I got to keep it quiet from Ray and you, Mike, that I <laughs> now have 224 cards. And so I got to go get that back. And I, uh, it's just so hard to get, it's just so hard to peel one of the cards that, that you get a check off that you have. Yeah. It's like one of your children, you know, you got it. It's tough giving that away, isn't it? It's just unbelievable. No, no. I like that Jackie Robinson more than my kids. <laughs> I do think about, you know, if I had to liquidate my collection, these would be some of the last cards I'd want to get rid of are these 300 great cards. Cause I've been doing this set for so long, this project, I've just, it just feels ingrained in my hobby life. And right. again, I, I'm picking up, it's few and far between. I might get one or two cards a year yep. for this set. It's not like I can go buy 10 of them and that's okay. You know, you get to a point where, okay, I can only, I can't just, you know, spend, you know, my mortgage payment every week on a card. So we're, we're, uh, we're in a lot of set registries, right? Yeah. Post-war rookie hall of fame set registry, player run set registry, whatever. Is this your guys, is this your favorite set of all your set registries? Ooh, I, I love the post-war rookie set a lot too. Yeah. And, and yeah. Chris, but, but yeah, probably. Um, Cause it's kind of where I started. So it yeah. has a, 
It has it's, a meaning because this was the first set I started. Yeah. And then I then I went to post war rookie was my second set, and then it grew. Well, this is you know well, this is my fun. This is fun. Uh, mm-hmm. My favorite is the post war rookie. You know, because uh, uh, that it's that's going to keep growing. I have every one of them now. Uh, Good point. Uh, but it's you know there's going to be a different one for me to pick up next year and a and yeah. the year after and, and yeah probably and this, yeah. Is, static, this, this right? is still fun it's static you know it's not going to grow although you know the last cards were through the it was through the 20th century so 1990s right now you could do the 2000s you know the aughts and the 2010s at least mm-hmm. it'd be cool to kind of add on and like, okay, I don't know if you'd pick a number for each decade that you would limit it to so it doesn't get out of hand, but I don't want to wait another hundred years because I'll be long dead before <laughs> we get the next version of this. But anyway, but guys. This, this would be more fun for me, Mike, just because of the fact of the the uh, vintage stuff and it makes it more fun for me. And, uh, you know, it was the, the other would be fun to keep it going and just like the post-war Hall of Fame, but I wouldn't have near. I won't have near as much fun doing that as I have doing this so far. Yeah, it won't be as much fun getting an Adrian Beltre rookie once he gets in the Hall of Fame or whatever. Right? <laughs> I True. got him just in case, and so do you. <laughs> yeah, yeah, absolutely. Well, guys, thanks so much. You, everybody out there, you know, if you enjoyed this, hopefully you did. Leave a comment. What cards did you like? What did you not like? You know, what what cards might be in there that and shouldn't be in there? We'd love to hear your comments. Be just paying attention to Chris from Missouri's channel and Ray from Philly's channel as we'll keep doing this every few weeks till we get through all the different, all the 300 cards that are, that make up this set registry. So uh, any final thoughts, Ray? No, it's a, it's just been a pleasure doing this set. And, and what's even more fun is, is we, you and I've been doing this along the journey at, together. So now we got Chris. So we got another member of this club. So it just makes it, yeah, it makes this even more fun for me, Rand. I love it. So that's awesome. This is Chris, awesome. Well, this I'm just I'm excited. To, I'm excited to be on here with you two. You guys were the first two that I that I got to watch, and uh, you know I, I'm gonna celebrate a year being on YouTube at the end of the month. And I I wouldn't be doing it if it wasn't for you two. So I really that's appreciate cool for you two. Well, Ray was my first YouTube friend. So yeah. Back, you know, they used to have an inbox, Chris. You could reach out to someone, message people on YouTube with an inbox. Yeah. They took that away around 2017. I messaged Mike. I'm like, hey, you're doing the same. We're doing the same set. Like, you know, and that's how it just blew up, you know, message in the inbox. And I said, who is this crazy Italian dude? <laughs> I'm an Irish Drew. guy in Texas. He's an Italian in Philly. It's like we, we should hate each other. But we don't. Um, <laughs> we're connected by cards. And, uh, Eight years. Yeah. Thanks, everybody, for watching, coming along with us. Again, uh, be looking for the follow-up videos as we keep going through this. We'll keep having fun showing you guys great cards. Thanks for watching. Keep collecting.